0: Good morning and welcome to the United Pentecostal Church of Paris this Sunday morning. I hope you're excited to be here on this baby dedication service. If this is your first time here, we are so excited that you are here. If it is your 100th time here, we are also excited that you are here. Yes, could everybody stand up? Turn around, look to your neighbor, give them a high five, a handshake, a fist bump, an elbow bump. Tell them you look good today. And now look back at your neighbor and tell them get ready to worship. So excited to be here in this place this morning, and we're going to move into worship is what we came here for is to glorify God, glorify the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and I believe something is going to happen this morning, amen? I believe we're going to move into his presence.
1: Dates, June 6th through the 10th. Ages, four through 11 Pre-registration is open now. And for pre-registration, you get an extra chance added for the goodies given away. Which
0: will be two hoverboards and four scooters. Straight from the king's
1: royal palace. And for parents for an extra motivation, who pre-register their children, will be added to a gift
0: certificate drawing. For $100 to Bradshaw's Nursery and Botanical Bouquet, $50 to Rustic and More, and $15 to 903 Nutrition.
1: As well, my royal subjects, these t-shirts for King's Knights Vacation Bible School are available for only $10. Wow, 10 A King's Discount. I must say. Each night you attend, your name will be added to the drawing.
0: But also, follow our Facebook event page and updates and reminders will be on there.
1: That is all for now, my loyal subjects. The castle is open and welcome to King's Night's Vacation Bible School.
2: Ta-ta.
0: Well, (laughs) at at this time, we're going to have Sister Victoria King come up and make a Vacation Bible School announcement. Give it up for Sister Victoria
3: King. (laughs) Don't you just love the help, though? They're pretty awesome. Okay. So, on that note, they said it was 6, it was June 6th through the 10th. It's gonna be 6 p.m. to 8:30 p.m. Okay. I want everybody here to write this on their calendar, okay? This is like a revival. I want y'all here. Okay. So if you want to come for just worship in the word, that's gonna start at 7:30. Okay you want to come for all the fun, starts at 6. Okay, so make sure that you bring, bring children and come for yourself, because we're planning on having a Holy Ghost movement, and if you want to be involved in that, make sure you come, 730 prompt. Um, we're going to have live worship, and Sister Candy is going to speak. I'll be speaking, and Brother Stephen will be speaking. There's going to be a lot of Opportunity. We're going to leave a lot of time for prayer, for God to move, and we need lots of prayer warriors. With that being said, also, T-shirts, if you want a T-shirt, we do have to have the order and the money in by next Sunday, I believe. Okay, and then um, they're $10, and you can either get with me or Candy. You can either Venmo either one of us or give us cash or however you want to do it, super simple. Um, I do have pre-registration forms out there as well. That also is going to be cut off by next Sunday as well for the opportunity to get put in the drawing. I mean, you can always pre-register all the way up till the day. um, But to be put in the drawing, that's the deadline. But I have a challenge for all of you this morning. While we're worshiping, during worship, during prayer time, there's going to be kids sitting in these seats. Pray over the seat that you're in. Pray over that seat and anoint that seat and say, God, whoever sits here, let them receive you. Let them feel you because that's what I want to happen. I want these kids to come in here and think that we're going to have such a a fun time with games, but be blown away by the Holy Ghost. That's what I want. And so I'm asking you while you're praying and while you're worshiping, over that seat because there's someone that's going to sit there that's going to need Jesus. So that that's it. That's all I got.
0: We are so excited for Vacation Bible School. It is, it's going to be an absolutely great thing that I want everybody to be involved in. And we also have for the rest of the announcements that the baby dedication service is today. So you made it. Congratulations. Uh, We have our Ladies United Fellowship. That is going to be uh, Monday evening. So tomorrow evening, May the 23rd at 6.30 p.m. It's going to be in the Family Life Center. And there is a sign-up sheet in the foyer. And it's going to be a follow-along painting class with Sister Callan Rhodes. That's going to be a lot of fun. You're not going to want to miss that. Even if you can hardly paint a little stick person, it's going to be all right. You're going to be in good hands. And so... um, We also have the Brittany Harrison and Brandon Cleveland wedding. That's exciting. That's going to be here at the church. Yes. That will be at 7 p.m. May the 28th here at the church. And also our mission pledge is going to be May the 29th. And like we said, and those um, the Knights and the King I said earlier, the Vacation Bible School is going to be June 6th through the 10th. I've been told that they look a lot like myself and Brother Sterling. Uh, It's not us. I don't know who. uh, They were handsome, but it it wasn't us. Uh, So any uh, sign-up sheet is going to be in the foyer for Vacation Bible School. If you want to get involved in any sort of way, we would love for you to. We encourage for you to. It's going to be a great time. So if we could stand back up. We're going to move into worship. And we're excited to worship God together. In Jesus' name.
1: Ashton, she's sick and she needs healing, Mitchell Scott, Carolyn Clarks, Sister Chris Anders, James Murillo, Tommy and Tricia Salair, Joe and Mary Malden, Jeremy Trinada, Jeff Fryer, Tom Harris, Dawson Huey, Curtis Morris, Linda Adams. Carol Hush, Sister Lois Weems, Sister Billy Bolton, Brother Bob Bolton, Sister Gabby Shoemake, Brother Sister Dickie, Brother Sister John Proctor, Brother Arlton and Sister Bristow, Billy Tronado. I understand the reason or the title of this servants or service today is a baby dedication. But Let us never forget when we enter into the house of God He's the exact same God Who did the crazy stuff in the Old Testament He created the heaven, the earth, the earth and everything that we see today And He's the same God that robed Himself in flesh And came down to earth and overcame every sin imaginable He was tempted by all facets and He still overcame And then He even went as far to overcame death, hell, and the grave So whenever we enter into the church of God or the house of God, don't ever forget, no matter what kind of service it is, whether it be Wednesday night, Sunday morning, that that's the same God whose house we're in. He's the same God that's able to take you through shadows, through mountains, through valleys, and you still overcome. He's the same God that's beside you, behind you, and before you. He's protecting you from the things that he's leading you in. He's covering your back from hell that's trying to grab you. And he's right beside you so you're never alone. So whatever sermon this is or whatever title or service this is, don't forget where we're at. And that doesn't change because we're two or three are gathered together in the midst, there I am. So church, there's a lot more than two or three of us. So if you have any sort of need here today, any sort of need, From your little toe to a headache, God's got you. He wants to help you. If it's ailing you or troubling you, he doesn't want you to deal with that. So if you want to, or if you want to step in for any of these names here today, feel free. This altar is open and our ministers will anoint you with oil. Jesus, we are already evident. It is already evident that your spirit is here, God. Jesus, like Sister Kylie mentioned, it doesn't always make sense for us to step out and say, God, I need you. God, I love you. But my situations don't have to match the proclamation of God. You're still going to get my praise. Jesus, you still deserve all the glory. Lord, I pray that your will would be done in this place today, God. I pray your spirit would be in this place as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, keep your hand over every one of these needs and every, other, every unspoken need here today. In Jesus' name, I plead the blood of Jesus. Amen. Lord,
4: is my
1: shepherd.
4: He goes for me.
2: He goes before me.
4: Defend Behind me different
2: to behind me. Your speed.
1: but the, the thing that came to my mind just then whenever we were singing was the videos of the hydraulic presses that I see on Facebook all the time and I love them I, I like them all the time but eventually no matter what the object is underneath the amount of pressure eventually it breaks there's two ways we can look at this one one We can say there's an immense amount of pressure on me and I'm broken. Or we can look at it and say, God, I wasn't where I needed to be yet. I hadn't reached where I needed to reach to withstand that amount of pressure that I'm going through right now. The story of Joseph is one of my favorites currently, just because it's what I just read. And it doesn't make sense, but throughout the entire story of Joseph, it continually tells us that Jesus is with him. Well, you're, you're like, God, my, my brothers just sold me into slavery. Jesus is with me. And then it gets fun, because he gets second in command in Potiphar's house. He was, that his favor found in Joseph. And then it's fun to say, God, you're with me. Jesus, you're with me. I'm, I'm reigning command over all these things. My life's going great. You're with me. But then, just a few more verses go on. And Joseph is thrown in jail for not even doing anything. For actually walking in the spirit of the Lord and obeying his commandments, he's thrown in jail. But the Bible's funny, and so it says Jesus is with him. You're not being broken to be torn down. You're not being broken for it to be made a mockery of. The hell that you're going through is simply a stepping stone. It is simply a stepping block in order for you to get to where you actually need to be. So I'm here to claim victory. Over any amount of pressure you're dealing with. And we're going to have a minute of silence. And in my point in that is. To hopefully feel the pressure of the Lord on you. To hopefully feel like a stick. That's trying to withstand. This immense power and presence that God has. And to see if it finally breaks for you. So if you would. Let's take a minute of silence. Hallelujah! Jesus is moving in this place. Now, if you would, please lift your voice and let's give God some praise right now. Right at this time, let's give him everything that we've oh got, church. God, we lift you high. We lift you high. Every amount of ounce of hail that you're dealing with right now, I pray that it come to the forefront of your mind. And God, I claim victory over every ounce of it. Get behind me, Satan. You have no power here. You have no domain here. In Jesus' name, I plead the blood of Jesus over this church right now. It's a little untraditional church, and I thank you for going through that with me, but I believe that our faith will be rewarded. At this time, we'll have our ushers come and we'll take our tithe and offering. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Jesus, I pray that you would have your hand in this service today, God. In each of our lives, Lord, I pray that we would understand this isn't just a baby dedication, but Lord, this can be our dedication. A renewal of our consecration to you, Jesus. Lord, I pray your will be done in this place. I pray you would touch each and every one of these people. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, and mentally, God. As well financially, Jesus. Bless this offering. In Jesus' name, amen.
4: Thank you for your presence.
5: So, be seated, please. So nice to see all of you. I can't imagine preaching to empty benches. But hungry hearts reach the throne. The Bible said, as a man hungereth and thirsteth after righteousness, he shall be filled. There is a work of God that just cannot be stopped. No more than man can stop the sun, the storms, or things going on in this life, God is in control of everything. So when a man's ways please the Lord, the Bible said he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. In other words, he doesn't reduce the enemy, he increases your strength and thus the enemy realizes I have no more effect on that man I have no more hold on that lady and you reduce the enemy by obeying the word of God and living in his spirit and utilizing his name God has allowed so many things to happen that help our understanding. And let me just say this. I I really marvel at people that say, you know, I, I just don't understand God. Well, let me tell you this. If you understood him, you wouldn't need him. No, he's higher. His ways are higher than our ways. His ways are beyond the comprehension of flesh. Thus, being born again translates us into a spiritual environment where we do begin to practice truth in the power of the Holy Ghost. And then we begin to practice that, and then we understand what's happening. You go to school to understand the motor under your car, but most of you don't understand how the ignition even works. But you use it every day because you started somewhere running off the road. You got it going, and much like one of the worst spankings I ever got, my brother was up in the seat and guiding, and I got down in the floor to help him start it, and I pressed that accelerator all the way to the floor. We jumped out of that yard at 161 South 11th Street, almost hit the car down on some of our closest friends before Roger could get the brake on. I got the real brake. Dad. We'll never forget that. Lack of coordinating your skills and the power source. Is what church and life is all about. Now, today we're mainly headed toward dedication of children. But the church is involved in the dedication. And so I've asked God to help me to help us all take partnership in the dedication of these children. Children are as eras. Of in the hand of the Lord. And so when children are dedicated to that purpose, then the purpose becomes greater than just being a child. It becomes an arrow in the hand of the Lord. And so that's why we train up a child in the way it should go, and the church is as responsible as the parents. So let's move into this, and I'm, I'm not going to, did we get that? Uh, I'm not going to uh, take as much time as typically, and so if you have any questions after that we cover these uh, pages, please make a note of them on your paper. Get them to the office. Sister Lisa Calico will be glad to make sure I get them, and we will try to furnish you further information or inspiration. This is the world you've invited your children into, dark, shadowy world. It is without question that almost everybody has some big questions going on. How do I handle this problem? What goes on out there that I can't control in my mind and heart? You're living in a generation of dark, shadowy lives. People tell you, if you'll join this club, you'll be happy. Well, you may be inspired for a few days, but typically that wears off pretty quick if it doesn't change your mind and heart about life because you will actually go back into that fear zone where darkness occurs. Darkness and fear have torment. And your children and my children deserve to find some light. They need to know a path out of hell. Hell is happening right now. COVID was invisible, but it became visible when it got a hold of humans. The Holy Ghost is invisible, but when it truly gets a hold of a human, It becomes a power structure that hell cannot stop. So the invisible world we're very aware of. You don't let your children go into environments where sickness is able to travel in the invisible world. So we wash our hands because we're afraid there's germs on them. And we wash our heart and mind because we know that doubts and sin try to rise again. And we must conquer them through the washing of the water by the word. So the preaching of the gospel, the Bible said, is the power of God unto salvation. That stirs up the spirit. Preaching is highly important. Being around Holy Ghost preaching is the most important. So this picture portrays where you're sending your kids into school systems where lying and cheating and fornication and all kind of junk is going on and their minds are staying cloudy because they can comprehend that enough to let lust rise up. Hatred is one of the most demonic things that anybody can become host to. We think we're killing somebody else because of hatred. Hatred's got to live in you and become a river before it can get to the neighbor. So guess who's really being punished? That's why the Scripture says forgive before you're asked. Get them out of darkness. Your brain cells deserve a washing of the water by the Word. Praying in the Holy Ghost is not Pentecostal. Praying in tongues is moving into an arena of spiritual power that defeats those demonic spirits that are telling you, you can't live godly, you can't overcome your history, you can't overcome your fear, you can't overcome your lust. I'm here to preach to you, you can overcome all things through Christ, the blood that cleanses us from all sin. So your children didn't ask to be brought here. So the least that the church can do is to afford a place for well-meaning mothers and dads, brothers and sisters, and a world that needs a spiritual economy boost. You get booster shots, and that helps elevate. We don't mind them sticking a needle in us and putting a booster shot in us or putting a pill down in us that causes nausea, but, boy, I don't want the preacher preaching to me. You better hope he gets on your corner. You better hope he gets right in the heart of your mind and in the heart of your spirit so you can have that perfect law of liberty that says, I have been set free from the law of sin and death. I am now a new creation in Christ Jesus, my Lord. So statements we hear in the present setting, this is heavenly. What is that supposed to mean to a kid? borrow terms from God to try to make them work on earth. I am in heaven in my new promotion. Oh, you cannot believe. I can't shout at church, but I can tell you, I just got a raise. A raise inspires you. And God raising you up from the trespasses and sin, don't. God raising you up from the locked up position of I just, I want more peace, I want more joy, but I can't get it, but in Christ you become a new creation and all things are passed away and all things are become new. Oh, my God, yes, I can get excited about that. Oh, my, yes, yes, I can shout about that. That sets my whole system at least. I am going through hell. Oh, these precious kids hear that. So that becomes a normalcy. What's, well, how did today go? Oh, it, oh, I tell you, all day long, I've been depressed. The kids are hearing that. All day long. I, what's wrong with saying, Look, I had a battle, but I found me a place to touch the hem of his garment. Virtue started flowing, and, sweetheart, I want to tell you, I was starting to have a bad day, and the kids listening saying, oh, my goodness, they get this idea you can overcome anything because all of a sudden they're hearing testimonies in the house from the mind of a creature that has been renewed and regenerated, and the lights have come on. I'm living in hell. Incubate. Come aside. You can live in a jail cell and have testimony. Read that book of Acts. Read those letters from Paul. He spent a lot of his life in jail, but it wasn't hell. Your restrictions can actually become like a water hose. You if you don't have a nozzle on it, you just have this little trickle out here. But you turn a nozzle down and put pressure on it, and you can shoot it all the way out to that wall. When you discipline your spiritual life to become isolated from just letting it happen, and this happens, and that happens, no, 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 you torque your prayer life and you torque your reading the word and all of a sudden you have power to move out of hell and then we ask people, I know what you mean. So let's all just turn it loose and let's go sign up at some church that tells us that that we're saved and, 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 and we're still going through hell. I'm not here to do that for you. I am here to set you free from the law of sin and death. I am here to set you free from the law of hell. Hell cannot bind a bloodless I mean a blood given Christ who had pure blood and, and that blood is offered through his name and thus we baptize people in the name of Jesus because there is salvation in none other because the blood belongs to the name and the name belongs to the blood and the word belongs to the blood and the word is the word of God and Thy thy word in thy heart that you may not sin against him means you get strength to go against all the things that are trying to confuse your mind, confuse your home, confuse your world, and confuse religious systems. So we understand that all understand that there is an eternal place beyond the grave because they borrow the word hell that is hell. Forever. That's a forever term. That doesn't have to be something here. When you wind up there, and I've tried to say it, but there's about six or eight of you here that's never heard it, so I'm going to say it again. Read Luke 16. Hell may not be as bad as you think. Okay? Go read Luke 16. It'll open your eyes when you understand that the man in hell can talk to heaven. Now, a Bible with detailed information on what, how, and helpful illustrations on win-loss pictures, that book hosts all the pictures of everything you'll ever go through, everything. And it is wins and losses all the way through it. Why do you like to watch football games, baseball games, and all of that? There's a win and loss. But I don't, as a pastor, learn love to watch people in the fight if they don't have the keys that unlock the door to their victory. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Somebody say, Jesus. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If the devil could get Adam and Eve out of the most pure church, with the most pure preacher, don't you think for one minute he can't deceive what's going on, people going on in religious systems. We've got to get back to the cross. We've got to go all the way back to the resurrection. We've got to get our information from the one who conquered death, hell, and the grave. He alone is worthy. He alone is a savior. He alone is our wisdom. He alone has the ability to conquer death, hell, and the grave. And he said, if Christ be in you, you'll do the same thing. I wish somebody would praise him for the opportunity right now. He is worthy of all that praise. So everybody understands there's an eternal place making that decision. Second Peter says make your calling and election sure. I'm not going to take a lot of time because almost all of you know this, but God put it in picture form and in word form, and the world, the whole world created those pictures. It was not somebody that was already into Pentecostalism. No, they created those pictures from just reading the word. That's amazing to me. And so we find that all the way up to the empty grave, that Jesus Christ has already walked the path you're walking. From his infancy, they tried to destroy him. They could not. When you have Christ in you, you cannot be destroyed if you follow and obey his word and spirit. You'll never get rid of this flesh till you get rid of it. But you can conquer it by crucifying it with putting something in it that puts it in a lower measure. So let's look at this. The stage is set, or the backdrop is set, for the kingdom of God. That has to do with the kingdom of God. The second Adam, Jesus Christ and his bride, the church. That's what's alive right now in the world. The church, the church, the body of Christ, those that have been filled with his spirit, And we'll get there in just a minute because the scriptures are real replete and easy to see. So let's look at this. This heaven and this earth shall pass away with a great noise. Why would you want to buy up a bunch of this earth that's about to get out of here? When there is a holy city up there, that all you have to do is turn your life around and say, Look, I choose Jesus. I choose the resurrection. I choose to be baptized in His name, filled with His Spirit, and walk as much uprightly as I can. And if I do wrong, all I have to do is I've got an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, who is faithful and just to forgive us our sins if we confess that we did wrong. Some little playland deal. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, each four witnesses. The Bible makes it very clear: in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. I marvel at people that can obliterate the word and still call uh, call people Christ. That is not going to happen. That doesn't mean you have to memorize the book. You just start obeying it, and the Spirit that worketh in you increases the torque. Now, all of that was before this. This is the world's picture of Acts, the second chapter. That's amazing to me. Jesus told them, his mother included, tarry ye in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And so they returned unto Jerusalem. All you got to do is read it in the book of Acts, the action of the faith. That's the reason it's called Acts. You act upon your faith. And maturity and spiritual power comes by acting. Faith without works is dead. Paul made it very clear in the management process of Romans through Jude that faith without works is dead. It is true that you're saved by faith. But faith without works is dead. So you don't want to try a dead faith to make it. So here in this setting, there fell upon them, uh, uh, Acts the second chapter, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound as a rushing mighty wind. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. And they were dwelling there. And those people that were there, Mary, the mother of Jesus, She could birth a child, but had to be born again of his spirit. Now, if that don't tell us something important, what can? What can penetrate our lives and thinking if the mother that was able to birth the baby without conception of a human being... God deposited a spiritual word into her womb, and she gave us Jesus Christ, which was the perfect bloodline, which has a name that is no equal to it. When you are baptized in the name of Jesus, your past is under his blood. When you are baptized in the name of Jesus, your future is in the wisdom of the blood. I'm telling you, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Christ is Lord to the The glory of God, the Father, are the source of everything that ever has happened, that ever will happen, that is of a consequential experience. So then, they stood. And it's in the Gospels. He ascended on high. And then we read it later. He that ascended is the same that descended. And he gave gifts to men, and that's what Paul begins to talk about the gifts of the spirit the nine spiritual giftings and then he talks about the fruit of the spirit and those fruit of the spirit is what we should be praying for and crucifying the flesh about because the flesh will try to dominate you with lust and envy and strife and jealousy and all that stuff that corrupts your home I'm here to tell you joy peace and righteousness in the Holy Ghost will put your home together it will put your head together it will put your hearts soul, mind, and strength together and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Either that's true or there's no heaven and no hell. I'm here to tell you all that hell you've been talking about going through is a bunch of baloney. I'm here to tell you that there is a real hell and you've been walking through it but you can get free from it because the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost will make you free from the law of sin and death which is in this body. Now, any questions? Too late. Just trying to get your mind. All right. Let's look here. Time and eternity are going to happen. Let's look again at what we talked about last week. When a person says they believe in Christ, they obey his word and live with him daily. To believe something or someone is to follow their teaching in life. If your wife or your husband told you to do this and you say, I believe I'll do it, and you don't do it. See, you don't believe unless you do it. Belief is the foundation of the power that moves you forward. I believe I can drive a car. Well, you're not good at it at first. I believe I can go to heaven. You're not there at first. You just start out. And faith continues to work a work in your life of the word increasing in your mind and heart. So deception, say we believe but do not practice the plan. Faith without works is dead. If you don't practice truth, you don't get the freedom. And the more truth you practice, the more freedom you have to be Jesus. I'm not trying to make you a Pentecostal. I, I tell you this all the time, and but there's two or three people that never heard it, so y'all got to listen to it again. Walmart has wall-to-wall help. Home Depot has wall-to-wall help to build any house that you want to build. And Pentecost has all that you need to build what you want to build. All you got to do is read it, Book of Acts. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, it's full of help for everything that you're going through. Do not freak out or rush or say it's too late to change. Anybody here 150? Anybody here 100 years old? Am I getting close? 90? 40? I'm not, I know where I'm at with 70. See? You've been here long enough to understand a lot about hell and heaven. Heavenly places is where all of a sudden you don't have one worry. God lets that happen here so you can know it's real. But it's not heavenly just to eat a big steak. You got to work it off or work it out. You can eat all the potatoes you want to. But I'm telling you at some point you got to quit eating and start exercising. Ladies and gentlemen, exercising thyself unto godliness is the word of god. You build up your most holy faith by practicing your limited faith until the next time when What's that old boy's name that tore those walls down? started with an S. Tore the whole place up. Oh, i just making sure y'all knew. Samson. He wasn't any greater than the least here. And he said the person that's born again of the water and the spirit is the greatest in the kingdom. That's him. You can do some wonderful things prior to having all of that happen, but when it comes to getting out of a grave, you better be practiced up on following the Spirit. That's why God sent me here to tell you in person, the creator of heaven, earth, you and are created in the image of success. You're going to. Be able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the. Stand up and tell them that. I mean, here's a guy less than four, 50 years old knows that. Turn around and tell the 50-year-olds. Tell them, you shall receive. can tell us that at an age less than 50. What are us 50 plus ought to be doing right now? We ought to be tearing hell apart for the rest of our kids growing up. We ought to be showing them the way instead of sitting, watching, wishing somebody else had come up with it. It is time for us to rise up. That's why Paul said in the book of Romans, he said it's high time to awaken. What are you saying, Paul? Awaken to your possibilities. Awaken to your potential. Awaken to your place in Jesus Christ. Awaken to your place in the kingdom of God. Great peace have they who love the law of the Lord, and nothing shall by any means offend them. We ought to be the shoutingest, most wonderful, thrilling people on the earth just to know that. I was just checking the clock. Born again of the water and the Spirit, a new life. Studying to show a self-approved of the faith. We talk about practicing daily stumbling can be overcome immediately. Forgiving ourself. That's where most of us are. It's hard to get it washed out. Because the devil will rise up and remind you of your history. And the blood will cover it up. And faith maketh whole by obedience to the word. And when you, through water baptism in the name of Jesus, which the water itself doesn't do anything, it's your faith and works. Faith without works is dead. Faith in Jesus' name brings the blood of Jesus. It's impossible not to have the blood and the name of Jesus associated. They are one and the same. But the name is the name of the blood that cleanseth us or sets us free or makes us free or gives us the future. So children are an heritage of the Lord. To birth a child is a beautiful, beautiful experience. I'll never forget those two ugly girls that showed up in my house. but with good care from their mom. They grew up to be beautiful. They have attracted some of the greatest, and they have produced some of the greatest. You're supposed to be putting that in your own little home, and thinking. And then God affords you a local assembly where you can get washed and cleansed through faith in his name. Faith and obedience are critical. So train up a child in the way he or she should go. And I want to tell you, church members, you call yourself a member of the church, you need to accept the responsibility that goes with that. I refuse not to accept the responsibility of being a pastor. It feels good to be applauded. But the rest of the week, I'm, I'm digging. The rest of the week, I'm trying to move this out of the way and get this out of the way. So somehow, I can be responsible to the one who called me to try to help you so that we can all come into the oneness of the bride of Christ. you'd pray for your neighbor right now. Don't touch them. Just, just turn and look at them and then pray a word of prayer. I mean like a full sentence at least. The Bible says pray ye one for another is the reason I'm doing this. This is an obedience test. Faith. We're about to set this world on fire. When we leave this house today, something is going to have happened because we care about these kids that are being born. All right. Now, spare the rod, spoil the child. That has become a little short phrase for Hebrews. And you ought to write that down, Hebrews 12, 1 through 12, because that tells you what it means to spare the rod, spoil the child. The Bible uses some terms that are very definitive, and I'm going to go ahead and quote it. But he said, a man or a lady that is not chastised is a bastard. See, we don't like that kind of stuff because it don't sound cool. But you let a a hernia get going or you let a problem get going in your body and you don't care where all they touch and what all they do. It's the most embarrassing thing to go to the doctor. Because one of the first things to do is weigh you. Then they measure you. Have the audacity to strip you down and put cold hands on tender areas. I've been waiting on this all my life. Come on, folks, it's a real world. There's a lot of hell out there. It's a real world. God wants to weigh you in every Sunday. He wants to weigh you in every day. He wants to weigh what spirits are driving you. Cast aside all those weighty things that are causing you to be discouraged and disheartened and feeling failure. I'm here to preach to you today. There's an abundant life. There's a glorious life. There's a wonderful life, and you got to let him touch you. God often through ministry or word chastens the sinfulness of life. Also we which care and share the responsibility of children teach Jesus to our children every day. Living letters of how to honor God with our life. Children have a natural instinct to imitate the generation about them. Just don't take them to church. Don't let them hear you praying. And they will imitate the fornicator's the adulterers, the lascivious, and all of those people on TV. Turn them loose on that, and they will feel fine because mom and dad bought the thing in the house, and they start watching and sensing. Don't think that for one minute their little senses are not real lively. So being born again is to be born to experience the fruit of the Spirit, are the works of the Spirit that produce the fruit of the Spirit, and that will bring about a marriage that will absolutely furnish a social system, a spiritual economy where we can find some politicians that are filled with the Holy Ghost, that are walking in Christ, and they will make decisions that furnish the king the privilege and not the king of carnality. To listen to loudspeakers at ball games, but well, preacher, you can kind of do it subjunctively, you know, put me to sleep, sort of thing. We have access to all power of overcoming. I wish somebody'd say, "Amen." I said, "We have access to all power of overcoming." Matter of fact, the Book of Revelations one and two said. To him that overcometh will I give to sit with me in my Father's throne. To him that overcometh will I give a new name. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life forever. To him that overcometh. If you're not overcoming now, how do you think you're going to do it in a grave? You want to go into that grave and overcome it. And you'll come out of that grave like you went in, overcoming. But you have a new body to do it in. Did y'all get it? Good. The reason he says come out and be your separate because the influence on television is adultery is okay. fornication's okay. They promote the lust of the flesh with advertisements. I mean, can you imagine buying... Dishwashing powder because of a sexy woman. can't find it out there. You can't find it in sex. You got to get to Calvary and then all the other beautiful things fall into place in a wonderful way. God did design sex to be a real thing but not sexual promiscuity. God transforms the mind, heart, and soul through born again The Word and the Spirit agree in the Spirit of man. If he's a holy God and he's got a holy city, what should we be? If we really plan to go there. So cleanse yourself from all filthiness of the flesh and the lust of the Spirit makes sense when you know where you're going. Most of us do not go to church in our bathrobe. We know where we're going. Most of us brush our teeth. Please don't be inspecting your neighbor right now. Most of us clean behind our ears at least once a week because we know there's an odor that gets back there that's weird. And people, you say, i never heard a preacher like you. You probably won't ever, not unless you come back. But I'm not here to play games. If you come here, expect me to preach to you. I mean, who did you come for me to preach to? When I go get something to eat, I don't enjoy watching my neighbor eat. Where's my plate? When I go to the house of God, I want somebody that's been before the throne of God that's got a light on the situation and I want him to identify my situation and then tell me how I can get out of my situation or into his situation where I can find glory and peace and power that overcomes all my deficits. You want to carry your kids to a church building where the church people identify with the body of Christ. That is a critical setting. And even the best on earth have some that are coming that are still needing a little washing. Hope your speed readers. Here's where we are at the dedication of the babies preached hard My heart is broken so many infants have been born never had the chance to really get in the bloodline of the second adam they've heard about peace they've heard about joy i'm not talking so much about your children that are here today to be dedicated But I'm telling you, there are masses of people that are trying to get into special counseling because masses are misguided and hurting. Anybody that wants to commit suicide, knowing that they'll live forever, wherever direction they're headed, has got a bad news going. Life is beautiful when it's lived according to its plan because you overcome the deficits and you get involved in the assets and then your eyes are on the victories and so the trial is not so bad when you know you're a winner. So in Christ Jesus we become winners because he overcame death, hell, and the grave. And to have his spirit is to create in you what the book says. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Well, that's critical to wanting the Holy Ghost. But the Bible don't even say you're saved by getting it. But the Bible does say you're saved by renewing it. So you want to renew it daily. That doesn't mean you have to talk in tongues every morning again. But I will tell you that the Bible addresses that. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. So teaching your children how to come up and out by practicing praying in the Holy Ghost is a big deal. So if that's how you're born and you want to renew that spirit, he said we are saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So these children that we're going to dedicate today, I believe God gave me this message specifically for this day so that we could understand as a church people, we are as responsible as the parents that are going to bring their children to the front of this building to be dedicated. Because if we don't dedicate ourselves to the preservation of what will keep them, we have just gone through a ritual. I don't go through rituals. I believe in living. I believe in life and that more abundantly. So if we could, all of those that are bringing a baby to be, uh, uh, (laughs) as as we would call it, dedicated to this God of glory, I encourage you to, mother and dad, to bring your child up to the front. And I want us to have that up there as, as you get ready to pray with me for these beautiful children. My wife is coming to join me, and we're... Spread out just a little bit, if you will, give about five feet between each family. Isn't this beautiful? Just give about five feet between if about five feet between each family. Maybe you may have to move over just a little bit, right about there. Yes, that ought to do it. And then if the families of these families would like to stand behind them or just sit on the front bench, that's fine. Yeah, we may have to move over. just a Y'all may have to close the gap. Yeah. Man, is this gorgeous or what? I trust that every heart is being sensitized right now as we think about praying over these fabulous children that God has put among us. Wow. All right, we'll start over here on the uh, right the left side. You're uh, right up here standing. This
2: is Taylan Malone. Adrian Nicole Klein.
5: I believe this is the greatest number at one time I've ever dedicated. Yeah.
2: This would be Asher Drake Neal. Watson Beck Bright (laughs) Olivia Kate.
3: Becca Shea Gimberry.
5: Nice, nice, nice.
3: <laughs> John Philip Heineman.
2: <laughs> I'll
5: tell you what he said. He said, this is the last trip down here. (laughs) Can't imagine what the angels are doing right now. Rejoicing. Well, well, well. Bow your head with me. I'm going to pray a corporate prayer over the mothers and dads and over these beautiful children that have become part of our world in a very intimate way today my father I bring the blood of Jesus I bring the word of testimony the bible of truth I bring the power of the resurrection and I bring the power of the Holy Spirit To front and center for these parents grandparents, friends church family all of us have gathered together and we owe them images of your mercy and your grace and how to love you and how to love our neighbor and so I pray in this dedicator prayer that we along with these children, become a corporate power with the kingdom of God, which there's no weapon formed against it that can prosper. In the name of Jesus, every mother and dad, I pray a special anointing and understanding for your raising that child and an array of the fruit of the Spirit. And I pray that you will pray over those fruit of the Spirit that's listed in the Word and that you will let those resonate in your voice, gentleness, peace, long-suffering, because you will need long-suffering. And that is one of the most necessary ingredients. So, Jesus, we conclude this prayer by saying thank you for letting us have moments like this in which we as the church body and the corporate families that are included become unified in our effort to make a life that's livable and wonderful happen in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Could we all clap our hands to the Lord? Thank you so much for making this moment so special. And all of you parents, thank you for getting them here so we can have a new crew that causes you to have to work harder. But you'll be more joyful. My mother had six of us, and she said, I wouldn't do it over again, but I wouldn't have it any other way. God bless you, and thank you for being here today. Is there anything else I need to do, Darren? I just want to check with my son-in-law and make sure I got it all right. Would you stand? And one more time, let's clap our hands to the Lord with a joyful noise.
2: Thank you for being here. And thank you
5: for honoring God in our world.
2: You, oh, that, that you, that you, that you, that
4: you